Blackouts and Babies podcast. We talk about today. <laughs> today for you. <laughs> we, we talk about blackout drunks and birthing babies. And babies that are drunk. And babies that are drunk because they all walk like drunks. Yeah, they're all idiots. <laughs> uh, and everything in between. I am Mallory. I'm Shari. And we have a good one for you today. Yeah. So I have to tell you, first of all, if, if anyone's not following us on Instagram, you should be. Blackouts and Babies Podcast. Shari is killing our stories, our reels, whatever the shit they're called. They're hilarious and also make me uncomfortable because there's a lot of my face. Really uncomfortable. My face is on there too. You're so much more photogenic (laughs) than me. (laughs) Yeah. Do you have favorites? Yeah. So I went to check the cows um, on one of our leases a couple days ago. And I lost my wallet. But I didn't know that I lost it there. I went to a few places, so I'm like, shit. And so I just froze my cards, you know, just in case. But I went back up to the cow pasture and, like, stopped at all the places that I got out of the truck. And couldn't fucking find it. And I had my kid with me, so I'm like, fuck it, let's climb some trees. And so we climbed some trees (laughs) just for fun. Yeah. And then I was like, screw it, I'm going to look one more time at this spot. And I fucking found it. I can't believe that. Like, That would never happen for me. (laughs) It wouldn't, it wouldn't normally happen for me either. Yeah. But it was, like, half covered in dirt, so that's why I didn't see it. And my wallet is, like, a navy blue, like, almost green. Mm-hmm. So in the grass and the dirt, like, mm-hmm. that's... I need to get, like, a bright orange fucker. Yeah. Or something, but, yeah, so it was pretty cool. Or a nice chain wallet. Yeah, a chain wallet, because... Or you, a wallet chain? Wallet chain. Yeah, I think I actually need that, because the reason I lost my wallet... Is because I stopped to have a little pee mm-hmm. in the trees, and my wallet fell out of my pocket, and that's why I lost it. Have you seen those cases that my mom has a case on her phone that has oh, her yeah. cards on the back? Yeah, that's what I need. That'd be a good idea. That is what I need. That's a good favorite because that shit don't happen. Oh, I got a second favorite. Go for it. When we were in Mesquite, I found s'mores. Flavored Baileys for your coffee. And oof. And I put some, I had some iced coffee I forgot about in the freezer today. And I put that on it and it was real good. So good. Real good. I had a little swill of it. When we were in Texas, we were drinking ranch waters. Now, not the fake ranch waters. It's Lone River ranch waters. Brewed in far west Texas. And we found them in... Nevada as well, so I'm addicted to them. I want to read the story on the back of the can. It says, A lone river cuts through the high desert of far west Texas. Out of the lone river flows ranch water. Legend has it, the first soul to taste ranch water followed miles of Texas stars until found asleep under a pinion tree. While what transpired on that journey remains a mystery, its spirit inspires to this day. I'll tell you what happened. He got blind drunk. <laughs> he doesn't remember either. Yeah. I but thought that was a cute little note. Cute. Cute. It's good stuff. <laughs> so my favorite is I love the spooky stuff, and I haven't shared any spooky stuff this October. Last year, we did all spooky, all October. People didn't like that. Mm-mm. So we're just doing one episode of spooky stuff, but I wanted to share my favorite scary podcasts that I listen to. 
So mm-hmm. the one, me and Shari listened to this one, and it's not even that spooky, but uh, National Parks After Dark. They pick a national park and they tell, like, spooky shit that's happened there or, like, murder, but a lot of, a lot more spooky stuff. Yeah, we listened to one on our road trip. Um, it was about Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid. That was a cool one. Is it the Capitol Reef? Mm-hmm. Capitol Reef National Park in yeah. Utah? That was, was like, their outlaw hideout. Yeah, you get a little bit of history. Get a little bit of cool shit. Mm-hmm. Good one. I liked that. Another one, they only do episodes during, I think, they do like September, October. It's called Spooked. But when you look it up, it has to be Snap Judgment Presents Spooked. I don't know why. Hmm. Seems like a mouthful. Mm-hmm. But that one, real they interview real people and people tell their stories. You shit your pants. Mm. These people's stories are insane. And then my favorite of all time scary podcast is called Scared to Death. Scared to freaking death. So it's a couple, and the guy's name is Dan Cummins, and he's a comedian. So he says some funny shit, but he's, like, obsessed with scary stuff, too. So he'll he'll tell scary stories um, that people have written, and then his wife tells... Stuff that people, like, their listeners have written in. Oh, nice. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. But I'll put those in the show notes, and I just wanted to share them. But that's all I had. Do you have a bitch? Yeah, I have a bitch from last week. At our office, like, and this happens everywhere. People just bring their kids and let them run. No. And scream and slam At your office? Yeah. People that just let their kids run crazy and wild in a place of business. Mm -hmm. That pisses me off. I don't mind when people's kids come places like that. If they're, like, Mm well-mannered sitting there. Mm -hmm. Being cool. Yeah. And, like, I thought I'd be more understanding after having a kid. Nope. Mm-mm. Nope. Not at all. But that's because I have a well-mannered kid that, like, fucking listens to me. Yeah, I agree with that. But it's just, like, this is this is not a daycare. I would take my stepkids to work with me if they were, like, sick or whatever. Make them a bed. You know, like, Nest. set them up. That, I think, is a good yeah, reason that's... to throw an iPad in their face. Sure. Oh, yeah. And let them chill. Yeah. Not let them run around. Mm-mm. Absolutely not. <laughs> All right. Well, so. should we get to it then? Yeah. All right. Like I said in the intro, nobody liked that we did All Spooky all October last year. Maybe we, some people We did. liked it. I liked it. I liked it. I probably said this on other episodes, but I'm the biggest puss alive. But I love scary stuff. You lean into October. I, I lean into it. I love that shit. I love all the spooky shit. But what is spookier for me than, like, ghosts and goblins and shit is unexplained stuff. I was thinking about it, like, what kind of unexplained stuff scared you as a kid? Do you know? Like, as a kid? Yeah, like, stuff as a kid that just, that you kind of stewed over. Or was I the only six-year-old stewing? I don't remember stewing much. I don't know. What, what like, what freaked well, you I feel out? like the 80s and 90s, the movies just, like, gave you a lot to think about. Yeah. Well, we weren't allowed to watch much outside of Disney and John Wayne. Okay. So, but I do, like, who was I talking about this with? This was, like, a real thing to worry about, though. <laughs> like, kids getting kidnapped from, like, the, remember, it was the white van. Oh, yeah, it was watch always out the, for white the white van. van. Yeah. So, like, as a kid, I was always just fucking scared of white vans. Oh, yeah. I was always... like, hide in the bushes. I would think about getting kidnapped quite a bit, too. Yeah. But I was like, just act and look crazy. (laughs) Yeah, they don't want that (laughs) one. They don't want that one. (laughs) They don't want that one. Yeah. (laughs) So, quicksand always scared the shit. Uh, Yeah. Princess Bride. Oh, my gosh. And 
never-ending story, the horse sinks in quicksand. The horse. His name is Atreyu. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's severe trauma right now. Atreyu. And the guy's trying to get him out. Guys, don't watch it. Anyway, so that used to be on my mind. I was like, where is quicksand? How often am I going to run into this scenario? In my adult life. Yeah. How much? <laughs> where are my horses safe to go? Like, I don't know. I used to worry about Bigfoot quite a bit. I didn't worry about Bigfoot, but I didn't really hear much about them. But, like, my dad would talk about Bigfoot and werewolves and all that shit a lot. Mm. It's hilarious. Oh, but, yeah, like, I think every kid does this, though, but, like, the basement is fucking scary. Oh, yeah. So, like, I would run my ass up those stairs. Oh. For no reason. Oh, like, I'd, like, pull shit running up my dad's basement (laughs) stairs. I'm pretty sure I broke my nose because I felt, like, we did not have carpeted stairs. Oh, fuck. They were like that, like laminate with like the metal mm. nose on it. <laughs> that metal lip. So I'm pretty sure I busted this thing on there. But like we had an unfinished basement, and it was like it was creepy. And like, really honestly, until like a couple years ago, when Bryce isn't home, I would run and jump on the bed because something's gonna grab my foot. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Just until recently, I probably never hung my leg over the bed. Like, mm-hmm. ever. But, it, it like, you see those memes where it's, like, I finally hang my foot off the bed because I'm like, fuck off, demons. Drag me down to hell. Yeah. I don't care anymore. <laughs> I don't give a shit. It's too hot. And every time I kick my foot off the side, I think that. And I'm like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I, I don't care. I live for. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that kind of shit. And my, da- my dad's basement was finished. But it had black and red shag carpet. Oh. The and devil. Like, the devil's colors. The devil's... His, the devil's yeah, mascot. We called it devil's ice cream carpet. <laughs> basically what it was. <laughs> oh. So we had a dog run, like, way back in the barn. And so the dog, like, she couldn't sleep in the house. So every night we'd have to put her out there. So I'd have to walk, like, pretty far to the barn in the dark. Mm-hmm. The barn didn't have lights either. So I had to walk through the barn... Oh, Mm-mm. to put her away. Yeah. I had to do that with the horses, too. Like, I'd have to walk out always behind the garage into, like, toward the tack shed with no lights until I hit the tack shed. Then I could turn the light on. Yeah. And then and then you bet your ass when you turn the tack shed light off. You're running oh, yeah. out your ass. I was hurtling. I was yeah. a fucking athlete. I mean, I, I there was no reason to be scared. Except one time I went out there and I heard someone running. On across the top of the barn. What? And I'm like, nope, I'm not. No. <laughs> I went I'm right dead. back inside. So I'm like, okay, there was a reason to be scared. Yeah, that's. But until that happened, right, it was not. But I, sometimes I'd like try and leave the tax shed light on, and I'd come in, and my mom'd be like, "Go turn it on." You're like, do you want me to die out there? I'm like, listen, do you know what the darkness brings, mother? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Nobody. We knows. don't know. Nobody knows what that thing. All I know is it ain't right. I know. <laughs> so yeah, darkness. Fuck that shit to mm-hmm. this day. Mm-hmm. And then one thing that is so stupid, but it's funny because I asked my brother about it and he thinks about or he would think about it too. But we had this book of like scary stories or something hmm. and um, that you like, like that you wrote in or like no. someone wrote in. It was like a book someone wrote and oh. it just had like short scary stories. Oh, okay. Well, one of them was about spontaneous human combustion. Okay. And then I happened to see. Like, as, when I was little, I saw, like, a Unsolved Mysteries about people spontaneously combusting. Hmm. And I thought... Like, wet hay? I don't... Yeah! I'm like, why? <laughs> so they're just lighting on fire? Hmm. 
Like you're just walking down the street and you just light on fire. What so the is fuck? that a real thing or is that a myth? I have no idea. It, never can't, it can't be a real thing, but I think they probably fell asleep with a cigarette in their hand kind yeah. of situation. Yeah, but I don't know. But I I thought about it a lot. But now, the unexplained so shit that wakes me out as an adult is a little bit different. So, yeah. what are some unexplained things now that give you the willies? Um, I don't really have much. Just because, honestly, like, after, like, if you've listened to our podcast before, like, I had a ghost, a spirit, mm-hmm. follow me home from a haunted California hotel. Hotel California. You can check out anytime you want. But you can never fucking leave. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> but, so ever since then, and, like, we went to see the medium to see, like, what the fuck... And she's like, no, he's just watching out for you. Like, he's yeah. trying to protect you. And then, like, she told me, like, how to get rid of him. Mm-hmm. Like, that sounds mean. He was a nice spirit. Yeah. How to make him leave. So after I, like, learned that, because he left after I did that, I'm just not really scared of that anymore. I'm not either, which you know? is weird. I don't know if that was the transition or what it was, or if, like, just having little weird shit happen. Like, they're not going to hurt me. Yeah. But, yeah, like, so that kind of then. stuff doesn't as yeah. much. Like, I don't need to know. Yeah. Like, I don't need to have it be explained. Because yeah. I believe they're there for a reason or whatever. Yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure you could encounter, like, a really bad dark spirit. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure you're going to have to, like, put yourself in a bad situation. So that brings me to, like, the one thing that I... Like, Ouija boards. I, I won't have anything to do with any of that. Mm-mm. Like... I know, like, kids did it all the time when we were young and stuff, but, like, and, like, some of our neighbors did it and shit, and I'm just like, nope. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to be any part of that, Mm -hmm. because I think that is something that invites Well, you don't know what you're opening the door to. Mm Mm-hmm. And I've heard some scary shit. Oh, yeah. Which I'm like, nope. Me too. I don't want nothing to do that. I'm good. But, like, obviously, I'm okay with, like, mediums and tarot cards, Mm -hmm. and, like, I think those things are okay. The elderly community, like us, we have to be careful. <laughs> we gotta be careful what we invite into our lives. Yeah. <laughs> With me, like, the unexplained stuff that wigs me out, aliens. I want to know. I want to know facts about aliens. Yeah. I want there to be a handbook about aliens. So, I totally fucking believe in aliens. Though. Oh, I know. They, they're they out there. Oh, I believe in them. I'm just like, what about them? I don't, I don't, I don't think I believe that they're like little green men. No. But there's definitely life out there. Oh, definitely. I think it'd be really naive to think there wasn't. Yeah, What? why are we so special here on Earth? I know. We're the only ones. I'd like to Can't think be. That, I'd like to think that people out there are, like, different than us. Yeah. Like, cooler. Maybe way cooler. Way fucking cooler. Another thing, unexplained. Skinwalkers. I want explanations. Mm-hmm. Are they going to hurt me? Are all of them going to hurt me? Should I be scared of them? Because, like, all the stories we've heard have been, like, bad ones. Right? Yeah, spooky. Like. And I know the whole skinwalker thing is, like, it's a bad thing. But, like, are they just out to hurt anybody? Or specific people? Mm-hmm. So I gotta know. Is there, like, there's is there, like, people that are safe? That they don't want to go fuck up? Right. Like, what if I run across one, but they're not after me, so they're, like. Or is there, like, something okay. you can say to them? You're, like, yeah. I. I like skinwalkers. Ooh. I think you guys are cool. Like, I don't want you to say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like something like, it don't bother me. Like, I, I You do you, boo. You. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then my number one thing as an adult that freaks me out, that 
I need explanations for is people that go missing without a trace. Mm. Like, that they have no fucking idea. Like, it's like literally something picked them up and they're gone. Well, it could be aliens or skinwalkers. It really. could be either. So it could, could be both be... together. I don't know. They could all be tied in together. But especially in the mountains and stuff, like, that mm-hmm. freaks me out. That someone yeah. could just be... What's that movie? Missing 411? It's about people that go missing in the woods. And it's, like, literally someone's, like, 20 feet away from someone yeah. and then they're gone. story about that old man. Yes. Yeah, we watched that. Heck? Yeah, this old man was 20... Like, they were hunting, right? Mm-hmm. They were hunting. And he was, like, 20 feet from his family. And, like, dude, like, looked over and then looked back and he was gone. And they sent, they did, like, search crews. They did, like, the grid system. Yeah, where they like, all, like, linked arms walked. Nothing. Nothing. So that wigs me out. If you are wigged out by that stuff, there's a podcast called The Vanished. This lady meets with families and tells the story of people that just go missing. Mm. And some of them are like, you kind of think you know what happened to them. Or they're living like a more high-risk lifestyle. But some of them, gone. Mm-hmm. No reason at all. Well, so. and just like that old man, though. Like, he wasn't even alone in the woods. Mm-hmm. Like, being alone in the woods is a risk in itself. But There is something that I've thought about quite a bit the story that I wanted to share, and it's going to be a completely condensed version of the story. There's tons of podcasts that cover it. Uh, There's tons of news articles that cover it. The most information you're going to get that I've heard is on a podcast called Case File, and it's episode 177. So I'm going to tell you this story about The Watcher. Have you heard this story? This is more of like an adult thing to fear, I think. I think it's just something that you stew, like, I stew over because I'm like. And by adult fear, do you mean, like, a legitimate fear that's, like. Well, just something that it's, like, you've worked so hard for something and it can be taken away by someone you don't even know. It can be completely ruined by someone you don't even know. So. Okay. Okay. okay so, in 2014, Nick and Maria brought us them and their two small kids they're two little kids. Um, they bought a house in the suburbs of New Jersey somewhere. So it's their dream home. Cottage looking, cool ass house, White tons of property. And they've like worked their asses off, like literally dumped all of their savings into this house. It's just their dream home. So before they moved in, they decided they wanted to restore some things and some renovations and stuff. So they had purchased the home and like two or three days after... The dad, Nick, he was at the house painting. He takes a break and decides to just go check the mail and see what's in the mail. Obviously, it's early, so he kind of just figured it wouldn't really be shit. But he opens the mailbox, and there's a letter. It's just addressed to the new neighbors. So this is what the first letter that they got said. Dearest new neighbor at 657 Boulevard, allow me to welcome you to the neighborhood. How did you end up here? Did 657 Boulevard call to you with its force within? 657 Boulevard has been the subject of my family for decades now. And as it approaches its 110th birthday, I have been put in charge of watching and waiting for its second coming. My grandfather watched the house in the 1920s, and my father watched the house in the 1960s. It's now my time. Do you know the history of this house? 
Do you know what lies within the walls of 657 Boulevard? Why are you here? I will find out. Do you need to fill the house with the young blood I requested? Better for me. Was your old house too small for your growing family? Or was it greed to bring me your children? Once I know their names, I will call to them and draw them to me. Who am I? There are hundreds and hundreds of cars that drive past 657 Boulevard each day. Maybe I am one. Look at the windows that surround 657 Boulevard. Maybe I'm in one. Welcome, my friends. Welcome. Let the party begin. Signed, The Watcher. What the fuck? Ew. So, this guy did the right thing. He immediately went to the police. Okay, good. But honestly, what were they supposed to do? Yeah. So he's like, how am I supposed to bring my fucking kids here? Oh like, my what the hell, right? I'd be like borderline being like, no, we're going to sell. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the renovations and we're going to sell. Yeah, so they keep doing the renovations. Obviously, they're freaked Ugh. out, but the cops are like, what do you want us to do? Like, mm-hmm. like it could be anybody. And maybe someone's just fucking with you. Handwriting analysis. Yeah. So a few weeks go by, they get another letter. They still haven't moved in. They're still doing renovations. <laughs> and it says, all of the windows and doors in 657 Boulevard allow me to watch you and track you as you move through the house. Who am I? I'm the watcher and have been in control of 657 Boulevard for the better part of two decades now. Okay? Go fuck yourself. Right? So they again go to the cops. They're like involving the police and all this shit. Obviously, how could you... Take your kids there. Yeah. But this is like, you've put everything into this. Yeah. So after the second letter, the police finally decide to, like, investigate. They literally hit up every neighbor, every previous owner of the house, every previous employee. They did everything they could. They had a couple suspects, like, one of their neighbors had a younger son they thought maybe was doing it that was kind of mentally ill, and mm. but it wasn't him. Yeah, they did. They went through everything. So even uh, Nick and Maria, full-on recon mission. They're, like, sitting in their vehicles at night, seeing if they see somebody come through. Like, waiting in the windows in the dark and seeing if they can see people. And they did everything they could. Even people started to say that they were writing the letters. Oh. They're like, oh, maybe they realized they couldn't afford the house, so they're writing the letter. But still, what would that do? Yeah, you're not going to get out of your mortgage yeah. because of a weird letter. I got this weird letter. Right? Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's so weird. So, even after all this, they still got letters. And I just have a couple snippets from some of the letters. You can look up the letters online if you want to read all of them. But this shit would just freak me the fuck out. Because it gets weirder. Okay, so here's some snippets from other letters. I am pleased to know your names now and the names of the young blood you have brought me. You certainly say their names often. What? Yeah. 657 Boulevard is anxious for you to move in. It has been years and years since the young blood ruled the hallways of the house. Have you found all of the secrets it holds yet? Will the young blood play in the basement, or are they too afraid to go down there alone? I would be very afraid if I were them. It is far away from the rest of the house. If you're upstairs, you would never hear them scream. Is this someone living in the walls? For real. Then here's another piece. It cries for the past and what used to be 
in the time when I roamed the halls. The 1960s were a good time for 657 Boulevard. When I ran from room to room, imagining the life with the rich occupants there. What does that mean? The house was full of life and young blood. Then it got old, and so did my father. But he kept watching until the day he died. And now I watch and wait for the day when the young blood will be mine again. Okay, so the 60s. So it's got to be a a young kid in the 60s? Yeah, so then how do you figure that out? Because it's like, okay, he said that he roamed the halls, but he imagined the life with the rich occupants. So he wasn't, he didn't live there. Was he a friend of one of the kids? Maybe. A neighbor? Mm-hmm. So when did this happen? Started in 2014. Okay. So it's got to be like, a, would say, a 50-year-old person. So at this point, they decide we're out. We can't yeah. keep our kids here. Nope. Especially not in the fucking basement. No. <laughs> can't play anywhere but where mommy and daddy is. <sighs> so we're all sleeping in the same bed. <laughs> they list the house very shortly after mm-hmm. they buy it. It's not selling because everybody knows. Everyone knows after the police investigation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So everybody knows it won't sell. So they decide to rent the house out. But in the rental agreement, it says like if a letter shows up, we have to let you out of your lease. They did lose one tenant that way because another letter showed up. They even tried to sue the old, the previous owners because the previous owners told them after the fact. After. That they did get one letter. But I think they're full of shit. I think they're full of shit. They got more than one letter. Mm-hmm. So they got one letter, they said, right before they moved. But you should still fucking tell somebody. Like, so are hey, we not setting up cameras on cam- the mailbox? Cameras were set up. Like, they never saw anybody. Never saw anybody. Okay. So, yeah, like I said, they tried to sue the old owners. I don't know what happened with that. So finally the cops decided to do a DNA test on the letters. The DNA comes back. It's female. Oh. Hmm. Okay. Doesn't match anything in their system. So that narrows it down about 50%. Right. They were finally able to sell the house in 2019. Okay. No word from new owners if they're getting letters or whatever. But they had to take a $400,000 loss. <gasps> oh. On this house. Shit. And still no idea who's, who sent the letters or what anything. Yeah. Huh. And then, and the no news from the new people then? No news from the new people. Do the new people have children? I don't know. Wow. Yeah. What the hell? I know. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's some spooky shit that you're like, I fucking worked so hard for this, you're not going to take it away from me. Yeah. Like, I get why they were like, no, no, we're not leaving. Mm -hmm. Or, I don't even know if they actually ever moved in because you have little kids. Mm -hmm. But I can see going, no, we're finding out who this is because, like, this is our dream. Yeah. But you would never, even if you found out who it was, what what would happen if you found out who it was? Yeah, like what would? Are they, they gonna haul him to jail for writing some weird letters? Mm-hmm. And then and then you're not gonna move into your house with like knowing who it was and knowing that they're out there. Yeah, you know, so weird, right? Yeah. So recently, I think just a couple weeks ago, it's funny because I told Shari I'm gonna tell you this story that wigs me out, whatever. And then I see on Netflix that they put a a show on there called The Watcher or something. So it is about the house, but the... Pro- take drink. a drink. Um, have another drink. The people who created American Horror Story, that's who made it. So it's nothing like the real story. Oh. 
But but it's so not even like loosely based on the new story. It's or on the real story. Very loosely, like they live in the house, they get a letter. Oh, but I, I mean, it's good. I watched it just because I wanted to see if it was like close to what the story was. But they obviously added a bunch of stuff to it. But I think alone, it, I don't think it needs to be churched up. If you like no. have a family or think about pouring your life savings into something mm-hmm. and then it's ruined because some fucking weirdo, some fucking psycho, yeah. Is popping letters in your mailbox. Has a boner about your house. I know. It's like, do you just want it? Yeah. Like, do you I'll want it? Fucking give it to you. Do you have to say young blood so much? It, you know what? I'd like borderline be wanting to be like, oh, whoops, left the heater on in the basement and burn that fucker down yeah. on the ground. Floods happen all the time. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'd, I'd burn that shit down. Because then it's like, okay, hey, well, what are you going to watch now? Have fun. You fucking psycho. Isn't that so weird? <laughs> yeah. Like, you would just... I don't think I could brush it off. I couldn't. Just the no. way that they're worded mm-hmm. and the way it's like... If it was just... Like, if I didn't have kids... Maybe. I could maybe brush it off. I'd still... I'd never be, like, comfortable. <laughs> but, like, once yeah. you get kids involved, like, all bets are off. Mm-mm. Well, and even if you were like, fuck you guys. I'm doing whatever I want. Me and the kids are moving in. We're all moving in. How could you ever relax? You couldn't. There's a lot of... Podcasts that do stories on it. Lore is another podcast that does a story on it, and he does a really good job, but I couldn't figure out what episode number it was. But they do interviews for a while, too, and I don't think they're doing interviews anymore since Mm. they sold the house. But, like, it's... What makes it even weirder or creepier is that it's, like, now. Yeah. It's not a long time ago. Like, this sounds like something that would happen, like, in the 90s. Yeah. You know? Like... The 90s were the Wild West. The 90s were kind of whatever goes, but, like, for it to happen now, like, Mm -hmm. that's weird. And that they couldn't get, like, fingerprints or... I guess if they did get fingerprints, if they're not in the system. Yeah. And then it's a fucking woman. So who is it? Who's this stupid woman? But then it's like, is it just a woman that's putting it in the envelope and licking the envelope? Yeah, could be. But then that would mean there's more than one person. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know, guys. Wow. I bet someone could figure out who it was. It has to be a neighbor. I think they even got DNA testing done from some of the neighbors. Mm -hmm. But obviously, you can't force somebody to give you. Yeah. And honestly, if someone was like, I got a scary letter. Can I have your DNA? No, you cannot. I'd love to help, but I don't (laughs) want you to have my DNA. I bet it was like, I bet it was like the sweetest lady on the block. Oh, yeah. It's like, I cannot be nutball. Yeah. She was probably the lady that brought them, like, a plate of cookies or Mm -hmm. something, too. Yeah, you can find all the letters online, but... I kind of want to read them. Can you imagine standing at your mailbox reading that? You'd be like, what the fuck? I'd just, just, like, sit there and flip off, like, 360. Come and get me! (laughs) No, don't! (laughs) Come and get me, but leave my kids alone. Yeah. (laughs) I'd like to see, like, a a handwriting analysis. It's typed. Oh, really? Typewriter. Damn it. Yeah. I should have included that. All of them are typed. Well, I hope you guys have a good spooky season. When does this come out? This comes out... Right before Halloween. The 27th. So Thursday before Hallow's Eve. Yeah, so you guys have a good Halloween weekend. Dress up. Dress up. Seriously, just dress up. Just put a freaking cowboy hat on. Anything. Okay, we love you. We love you guys. Uh, Bye-bye. Bye-bye.